This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Sky Blues Extra. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sky Blues Extra podcast in association with Dylan's Brewery and the Sky Blue Tavern. Dean back in the hot seat this evening, joined by David Moore. Dave, glad to have you with me this evening. How are you? Yeah, good to be here, mate. Um, and, you know, in, in good spirits around the Sky Blues. It's been a um, pretty good free game run, hasn't it? Yeah, we should be. You know, undefeated week. That's not often we can say that as a Coventry City fan, that's for sure. I don't think anybody would have predicted seven points in, in the return for from these three games. So I think everyone could go into the international break with a, a smile on their face for a change. Yeah, and I think there's there's much more to come as well. So to be picking up results where things clearly still haven't quite clicked um, leaves a lot of areas that we can still improve. And if we improve on those performances, then I think we're, um, we'll be be decent come the end of uh, the season that was one of my main talking points this evening are you seeing improvements no matter how yeah. big they are or how small they are but are you seeing general signs of you know things get getting better yeah i think so i think um the connection between the players looks much more gelled than it, than it did in the opening week especially across the back line i think um Bobby Thomas has probably had a couple of good games again after he dropped off. Um, I Kitchen think that was doesn't... important for him, by the way. Like to, yeah. When he played poorly, like getting dumped out the side, you know, that's that's good for, you know, to get a guy, get his head sorted out and get it back, back into the fold, work hard to get back into the team. He's done that and he's played really, really well this week. Yeah, exactly. And and they're, you know, that, that free partnership's a really solid, solid, solid partnership. Um, and I think... That's gelled. I think we've got to be really, really positive about wingbacks. We've now got Sakamoto that looks pretty decent and, and he's back up, let's be honest. Um, so, yeah, I think I think what will happen is I think De Silva will probably rotate more with um, uh, Sakamoto as Milan's back fully fit. But I think, and then, you know, see what happens after the, the, the international break. That chop back that Sakamoto does... I reckon it's going to be so more effective on the left side than it is on the right, because then he can get a real dangerous like in-swinging ball in rather than the the outswinger. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the kind of thing, isn't it? He's had to sort of like double chop sometimes to try and get yeah um... double judo chop. Exactly. <laughs> we we can see it coming a mile away. By the way, how could these professional footballers not see this happening? Yeah, but I think it's just so so effective, isn't it? I know it sounds bad, but you still have to try and block across. And there was a few times that he has been stood off actually, and and I thought the defender read it really well. Not this this week. Must have been, um, maybe midweek. Don't know. They're all blurring into one. Dean. Um, yeah. As they so many games of football, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, they all they all do uh, they all do feel the same. Uh, let's 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 talk about this game in a bit more detail. Thoughts on the team, Dave, because there's four changes. Um, obviously, this week there's been a huge clamouring for Wright and Sims up top together, and you know they got their wish from from Mr. Robbins. Yeah, exactly. Um, and as things panned out, I'm, I'm th- I think there's probably going to be some fixtures where them two would fit together again. But I think as it panned out this week, uh, it was interesting listening to Robbins on CDR. He was really trying to justify the fact that he went with those two. Yeah. And he was trying to justify the way that we stopped them from playing out. Like, um, like you know, that was the... Like Arsenal the, just did to Mad City. Yeah, Basically. but you know, like that was the master plan, and and it was executed really well, and it actually really wasn't. Don't get me wrong; like we we did force them to go long at times, but I, I think in some areas we could have put even more pressure on them if if we didn't have um, right that is you know not as keen, I guess, to press than say Godden, for example. That's that's the way I'm going to put it. The keen thing is is so true. Um, I don't know why Robin's bullshits to the press. What do you just say, look? <laughs> Hadji Wright scored on Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, Ellis Sims scored two on Saturday. Yeah. They're my two strikers. I'm playing two up top and they're the two who have scored this week. And Matty Goddard hasn't Doug scored. Doug King's saying you've spent X amount of money and haven't seen them together on a pitch together. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's all he has to say. I've got two strikers who've scored this week. They're in the team. You know, it's, yeah. It's, it's not rocket science. Yeah. Um, let's talk Hadji Wright, actually. I mean, uh, it's... It's such a weird one because I feel like I need to see more from him. I'm I, like he's just not showing enough at the moment, and I'm getting a little bit more apprehensive every time I see him play. And I was thinking last night, like, what's going to be the moment that maybe it switches for him? And I'm kind of holding out hope that it's going to be when the likes of O'Hare and Palmer are back, and we kind of have him up front on his own. That might be the system he needs to thrive in. But at the moment, he's just not doing it for me. Yeah. Um, also, also concerned. Um... I thought he was a player that got, gets in behind. I think at Wimbledon, he made some really intelligent runs and we just didn't find him. And I thought, okay, here's a player that's got pace, reads, plays off the shoulder like Godden, but has got the pace to get there and will get in behind. There's a lovely little Wimbledon one there. He said the two times he did that, he won the penalty and he hit the yeah. bar. Yeah. So why are we not feeding him these balls more often? That's why I'm kind of holding out hope that the O'Hare and Palmer situation behind him might might be the catalyst for that. Well, that was it. And we saw enough. And that's what I kept saying, actually, that I've seen enough to know the type of player he is and that he'll create chances. But worryingly for me, there was a lovely ball played um, into him, actually, yesterday. Um, we're, 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 it was the second half because we yeah. were kicking towards exactly um, the Telegraph. Yeah. And he just didn't get there. Yeah, didn't I was get that. quite shocked. It was, lovely. it was like a bent ball. It wasn't on the floor, but it was like mid-height. It was clearly going to hit the ground. And it was a bent curl ball round. I can't remember who played it. I Maybe think it was Ayari. Or Ayari, right. And and it was the perfect one to say, right, that's in behind. Come across, go and attack it and beat your man. And he just didn't get there. Yeah. Just didn't want to get there, it looked like. Or um, was a bit unsure. And I, and I just, that frustrated me really. Because I was like, that seemed to be your bread and butter. And if, if that isn't, there is some concerns. Because holding it up isn't. And Fox in the Box isn't. So I don't, you know, the main attribute that I felt that you possessed, you haven't shown it when there's a golden opportunity to do that. But look, plenty of time to come, um, plenty of minutes, I'm sure that he'll get. But, and there's different games, maybe he would be better on a, as a one-up top. I do think from away from home, um, one-up top's going to be... I think Oggy spoke some really good sense on CWR. Actually, I listened to to that on the way back. And I, At I least he did, because some... the fucking callers don't. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but that's actually, there's some really good... Um, I've actually been really impressed with it the last couple of weeks. What, uh, the callers? Or... Maybe because we just sort of in the car and we banter it. But like... That's because Rob Gurney's back. Uh, Rob Rob's brilliant. And he also is a little bit tongue-in-cheek at times. And he's sarcastic. He loves he loves it. So He just needs to take control of those calls, by the way. If he takes control, he'll just <laughs> what, tell do them, them all himself what. and impersonate people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not that Ian, that Ian from Starbridge or whatever it is. Oh God, <laughs> don't want anyone impersonating him. But yeah, there's there's some really interesting points that I think Oggy said the same thing that we're not talking one. Well, we're not talking not even one million, like two hundred and fifty grand Victor Jokeres that 
come in on loan, didn't have a great spell at Swansea, didn't really do much. There's enough for Robbins to work into and, and force hard work into him because that's what they were kind of saying. And it kind of feels to me that Robbins shouldn't have to force hard work into an eight million pound player, if that makes sense. So it, it's a little bit worrying because although there's enough there, I just feel like we haven't. You shouldn't be spending eight million to get a player that's not quite there. I know they say they never find the buy the finished product, and I think Ross um, Cooper said that yeah, a couple of weeks back. I get it, but I don't know. It, it's it's frustrating because Leicester away, we saw that burst of pace and a shot on his wrong foot, and you were like, "Wow, is he going to do this every week?" Because he, he showed willingness that? that game as well. And mm. I just felt I haven't seen that willingness. Yeah, to sort of get around the pitch to, I don't know, just put himself about a little bit. And look, I'm a bit of a traditionalist and I don't think that I want to see players run around like headless chickens. But I do think that sometimes... You need to show intent, if, right? That's yeah, and if, and if you're not, you know, if you're not potentially getting the goals, which, you know, he scored a couple, but if you're not creating chances, hard work can sometimes create chances. And I think that's why Godden does create a lot of chances for himself because he's... He's always on the move and always ready to make something happen. So being obviously the pessimist I am, I kind of like last night I was going through my head, like who are the top American footballers that I can ever remember? I'm going Clint Dempsey, Brian McBride, and then that's list ends for me. Yeah. They don't have a great track record, do they? No. Of Americans. And you've got a lot of, there's been a lot of good players that just haven't hit the heights that they've probably been expected of them. I look at Christian Pulisic at the moment as well as one who was like touted as the next big thing. He just doesn't hit the heights for me. And I just don't want to have you right to be in that same sort of American bracket of, you know, not actually doing doing the, the, the goods really. Yeah. And we, we sort of talked the same in, in the car back in that not, not from American, but I struggle to remember player a player that's done really well at, at Coventry that was a little bit I don't want to say the word lazy because it's not the right word but just a little bit more casual uh, is it nonchalant is that the word I don't know but just a little bit more casual I think and I think back to people like maybe Stern John something like that and he was probably one of the better players that was in that sort of mould you, you know what I mean you're Freddie though. Eastwoods yeah they're just sort of yeah sort of like had pop, the talent pop and about think, and you know they had see. the talent but just don't do it enough yeah, and they kind of, ha I think players like that, they kind of hang around on, on someone's mistake. And I can't remember if it was Turkey League or, or whatever, the Turkish League or whatever it was he was playing before. And mistakes like that might happen a lot. And we've said this before about people gambling on mistakes. They don't happen as much um, in the championship. Although, you know, we did get level. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> did you see the goal they scored? <laughs> yeah, those little mistakes, they... They, you're right though. They don't tend to happen as often in in the British leagues as they do, especially the top British leagues as they do in the uh, the the top European leagues for for sure. Um, and one thing I wanted to bring up as well, like yesterday, uh, there was like phases of play that we had, and we were so in control and so dominant, but we just don't seem to make the most of them as well. Yeah, that's think... that that's crept in a lot recently, and it's like we're not playing good enough to sort of count that the next phase of play where we are in control, we're going to get, we're going to get a goal from it. Like we have to take the opportunities. I feel like when they arise and I just don't think we're doing that enough. Yeah. I mean, look, every, we say this every week and I do anyway, that every team's going to have a good 10, 15 minute period in the game where they look like they should put, put things to bed. We, we had a really good spell yesterday in the first half and we just couldn't, you know, we had a couple of chances. Sims, it wasn't cleared off the line, but he kind of near enough got there before his defend, uh, before the defender and the, the bodies were on the just... line from those yeah. yesterday, weren't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was mental. Um, and I think you know so there, was, there was a few half chances and, and we created a lot. I think the problem is is that it, it, I think it keeps going back to that. I don't want to keep blaming the central midfield, but I feel like sometimes whilst we're we've we're overrunning teams. It was some lovely football actually yesterday. It was a really nice passing move. I think there's about a free pass move that Alan slipped one through uh, and we just didn't quite find the right cross, but that was really lovely little bit of play. But I think 
the players that we've got in there haven't sometimes got the ability to to switch that ball to really expose the possession that we've we've made if that makes sense so we can go all the way around yeah. the back but and even though we might move it a bit slow around there it, it's hard to then get switch that ball and i'm, I'm not going to keep saying the word hey for the benefit point. of the uh, of the tape here there's a lot of hand movements here from dave Moore yeah to try and showcase what Articulate. he needs. <laughs> um, but I, I suppose, you know, we're missing that that killer ball, I think, that sometimes can just expose, you know, Eccles hasn't really got that in his locker. Jamie Allen's been trying to play, like, for longer passes. Um, we haven't really got someone that can do that. So I think, you know, we need to go up, uh, up the pitch as a unit. And I think... That will happen when we have maybe a Yari and O'Hare and Palmer back in, and when we've got those two defensive midfielders. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd like to see Sheaf and Allen. And so when you got Sheaf there, it just gives the rest of the team that sort of confidence to move forward. I think at yeah. the moment we're probably a little bit apprehensive of moving forward as a team, like you say, because we're scared of what's going to happen behind and who's going to cover that. Just in case the the worst happens, we lose possession and they break. At the moment, would you say a, a Yari has the legs? Does he have the legs to get back? No. Um, yeah. Eccles, Eccles is Eccles for me sometimes is like too far ahead of the play of where he should be. And yes, okay, yesterday he had a few bites of the cherry in the box, which I was going to come into um, later on. But sometimes I just feel like his awareness isn't there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think the problem is, is I'm not sure he's an out-and-out defensive midfielder. I think when he's played midfield, he's I'm not saying he's had a free role, but times when he's played midfield has really been mainly in the development league. In, in, bit more time, bit more space, definitely more time. No, and, nobody watching. Uh, nobody watching, yeah. <laughs> nobody cheering. Um, and I think possibly, you know, whereas at right back when he played it, 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 let's call it men, a men's level, right at championship level. He, everything was coming onto him, so he could see everything that was happening. It was a lot easier, I think. In the middle of the park, sometimes he's just a little bit positionally unaware of, of perhaps where he is. And, You've got three sixty vision, haven't you, in that position? And he, I, I don't think exactly. he's got that. I just don't think he's got no. that in the locker. And, but that's the same. You know, he's a very young player, right? And that comes with age. The reason why Hamer was able to spray these balls and look like he had loads of time is that. He is just a, a, a man that is well above his, his age mentally in football, right? He makes space for himself. He drops off and that's what gives you that that time. Um, Eccles is the same, but Ayari also positionally just very uh, immature, I think is probably the, the word. And that's not these guys' fault, you know? They're, they're, they're getting picked. They're being played. They're not going to turn up and say, actually, Gaff, I think I'm a little bit positionally unsure, <laughs> so I'm not going to play, you know? Yeah, do, do you mind just throwing me back 10 yards and I'll just sit here or move you forward so, 10 yards? It's not going to You know, happen. It, it is what it is, and you can only They get are basically just filling experience. gaps, aren't they, because of, yeah. of the situation we're in. And yeah. it's like, it's, yeah. that's no criticism on them doing that role. It's just that they're probably not catered towards playing that role. And, you know, it's just part and parcel of where we are at the moment. Yeah. Um, one man who did come on in the middle uh, last uh, yesterday was it yesterday? Yeah, um, Latibodier. Again, a lot of people have been saying for him to play in the middle of the park, and in that sort of twelve-minute cameo he had in in that role, I thought yeah, he did number really 10, well. Didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I could have a ten at one point. <laughs> he uh, he crossed a lovely little um, dink cross. Um, look, I don't know if ten minutes on a against the Norwich team that were... You, I thought you were going to say on a cold Tuesday night then. <laughs> I don't think 10 minutes on a cold Tuesday night. But no, we I think, you it. know, Norwich were camped in their own own sort of box by that point. So he was always going to be able to get much further forward. So we'll have to see over a bit of a longer period, but it's it's good that Robbins has chose to use that as an option. Weird, weirdly that he didn't, hadn't chose to use it earlier, but, um, you know, when once Kelly got injured... Yeah, no, no choice, yeah. Um, let's go to the goals then. Let's talk about their goal first. Um, Rowe with the with the goal to, to put Norwich up just before the break. Pretty poor from our point of view, I think, Dave, because we had possession of the ball and, you know, it was the danger was clear and then all of a sudden the ball's stolen off Eccles. I don't know what he's trying to do at that, at that point. Um, and it's, you know, it's pretty simple stuff from, from there on in. Two players sort of attracted to the ball at back heel and... Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a bit bit bad all round, wasn't it? We just it's one of those things that with each 
like f- phase of that play, you just become more stretched and stretched and stretched until you're. It's, it's the inevitable is going to happen. It's pure panic mode, isn't it? Yeah, once, exactly. once you lose the ball to begin with, it's then everybody panic. Yeah, that should have come to Jay De Silva, and he should have just booted it. Like Eccles had a, a five-yard pass, and then just absolutely hammer it. Um, you know, and actually he did really, really well to win it in the first place. Like done really well to win it. Done the hard part. Then he's been had it nicked off of him. Um, Kitchen and Fads, you know, showed us that they haven't played that much together. Yeah. Um, probably even in training because we know that most of the time they train with, um, you know, the team that's going to start or whatever. Um, so yeah. That wasn't great, and then that was it. I think Ben Wilson probably could have done a little bit better or got a bit more behind the Yeah, ball, a couple but... of people said that. I just think his view wasn't the greatest to see it. Come through, there was a couple of bodies in the way. And yes, okay, maybe he gets, should get down a bit quicker, but I'm not going to hold that one against him. Do you want to say? No, I, of, I think sometimes... before that, it should have been dealt with. He probably thought it was going to get hammered as well. So he kind of then, you looked like he, he sort of like was going to react and he sort of delayed his reaction and almost fell to the ground. Um, uh, but, and I think that's sometimes you expect someone to rifle that and he didn't really get anything on it. He just toe poked it um, in. And yeah, bad all round, but we really did limit them to, they had quite a little bit down the left-hand side. Um, yeah, that McCallum and, chance, wasn't it? Playing yeah. the ball. Again, we lost the ball then for them yeah. to, to get that ball across the box. They probably should have scored from that, to be fair. But, but um, you're right, the limit, the limited, the limitations on a team that does have a couple of threats. I mean, that Sarah is a is a top player for them. Um, they didn't they didn't bring a lot to the table, I, I thought, yesterday. Well, this is the thing. Like, <laughs> Was that the chance, the chance to break the hoodoo? 14 years. Yeah, and not even the hoodoo in the fact that, like, people are saying, oh, you know, this team of starting to knit together and and then they've not, you know, we've not had a result against Norwich or been that close to be getting a result against Norwich for a long time. And I think, but how much is that on Norwich? Like, you know, yeah. when we've played them in years years gone by, Pookie has been like at the top of his game, you know, you, you know, but that wasn't really there yesterday. They were time wasting for the 20th minute. They were not picking out passes. Amount of, Unforced errors I saw yesterday on both sides, but especially Norwich, who are usually a really well-drilled passing team. You know, how much of it is that they were bad and, you know, we kind of limited them to chances as well. So I think there's a bit of both there. But... Yeah, I'm just trying to get Kyle Mark Robbins' comments up um, because it's funny you say that. Like, you know, he kept saying like, oh, we you one against Norwich and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, I feel like a lot's been made of that. Yeah. That I've seen a lot of comments on Twitter to say we've never really ever been close to Norwich. And I think, yeah, but they got whacked 6-3, didn't they? Or whatever, by, some, six, by someone the other week. So yeah. they're not they're not the Norwich of old, are they? If they're no, playing sure, like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And everything you see, I mean, I you know, follow a couple of ads from the TNC podcast and you see that their comments pop up every now and again. And it's never, it's not, been that optimistic from what we've we've heard so yeah i was just i can't find those mark robbins comments but he basically echoed that to say like why we have why haven't we done better against norwich and you know yesterday was an improvement against norwich but what why does it matter who we play it's odd, like odd barometer that yeah it's um i thought it was peculiar comments um i gave him some kudos in the week for thinking saying his comments were we're just Kudos. one for the bingo um, without even Ross in the chat. <laughs> Mark it off. There'll be some pl- plenty more. Uh, you'll probably need, I am done for a full house at this point. Uh, <laughs> You've had, you know, quite you, a lot. You know, you know, and the, uh, so, <laughs> exactly. You've, you've come in with a couple of exactly's tonight as well. The fans will be going absolutely ballistic. Um, we talked about Josh Eccles. Who's next on the list to talk about? Uh, <laughs> next on the list. Ne- yeah, I've got a list of people I just want to talk about. <laughs> slag off, but uh, one player. Just not- see it if for people there's a dartboard behind <laughs> Dean's head. No, it's not. But... And the voodoo not dolls. Yet. Yeah, for sure. Um, Milan van Ivak is the next yeah. name on the list. Obviously, a huge boost having him back in the squad yesterday. But when he came onto the pitch, it seemed like the crowd lifted. Yes. Well, because and- he gives you that pace and that energy, doesn't he? Yeah, and obviously we we got the goal from 
positive play from him. A hell of a header from Gibson. Yeah, Ke- brilliant Keeper finish. had no chance. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about the North Stand? It was, yeah. Have you heard, have you heard, a, heard a sound like that since someone wouldn't kick it for a ticket like six <laughs> years ago? I haven't heard anything like that since then. Um, yeah, but Milan, you know, without adding to the bingo, Rolls-Royce, isn't he? Rolls-Royce of a player. And for your full house. <laughs> Here we are. Four corners, that is. Four corners. Yeah. But no, he is. He was class. Um, I, I'm actually really impressed with the two wing backs so, so far. And I think that's probably where our out, our sort of out balls are, gonna, are actually going to be. It's we been just our need Achilles to get the ball out there the, quicker. In the past, hasn't it? That. That oh, 100%. Position. And it was, for now, it, was like, our, it looks great, that then rolls. It was our best asset, wasn't it? Um, with with Dabo in the early days in League One. McCallum. Um, McCallum. And then we had, uh, what's the other? Matson. Matson. Yeah, and the other one. And uh, Borough. He was at Borough. Now he's at West Brom, is he? Oh, Ryan Giles. Oh, no, he's, he's in the Premiership now. Luton, Luton, yeah. yeah. Yeah, not Giles. for long, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in for Luton till May. Um, yeah, I think, and then we kind of lost it, didn't we? Dabo went backwards a little bit. Uh, then we had the sort of Bidwell stuff at left back, and he wasn't, you know, a very solid player, but very much traditional left back, it felt, than, than the going forward one. So it's really nice to see that energy. And I think once we get players that can get the ball out there a bit quicker to sort of expose the gaps that are there. Whereas at the moment we're kind of going all the way round and had them players are having to run at, at players, which is fine. You know, Milan's done that quite a few times. Um, weird that he didn't take the long throws yesterday. I don't know what. Yeah. They didn't come into the fold. Yeah. Weird though. Wasn't it that? Because you've got of Thomas, Fads, Kitchen, Sims. But right at the some, end of the game, we had like two lads. throws. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, hundred percent. His also... injury wasn't anything to do with his arms. <laughs> no, <laughs> can't lift him above his head. I've heard. No, didn't he do the fa- he threw he threw the ball in, didn't he, for the goal? He he was the one who did the foul throw. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I was, so was ex- definitely... fully expecting like a long throw, and we just didn't see it. Um... I, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned about those sort of balls in behind in the in the corners because you know, I feel a bit sorry for for Louis Binks because he's been dropped now. He's got that in the locker, and he's he's not gonna he's not had Milan Van Ivac on that right hand side for the last three games he's played to yeah. to pop that ball over that he's got in the locker. Yeah, so. I must admit, Kitchen's got got forward as well yesterday. Yeah, a lot of people say about how Binks can bring the ball forward and can get into some forward positions, but at one point he was on he was like twelve yards from goal. Like he's a marauder, isn't he? Just he, he is. Yeah, he loves it. He loves it. He's he's the big mo, isn't he? Of the of today. I hope so. Just I'd love forward. to see it. But yeah, yeah. No, I quite like Kitchen. I think he he'll come really. Well. I think he'll come really good. Oh, but, <laughs> that's what his missus said as well. Um, I've uh, <laughs> we talked about the centre halves the other day, and it just feels like we're really really solid in that position because you have got Latibodi and Thomas. You have got Fads. Thomas can probably play in that role as well. Kitchen and Binks there. I think we're really really well set. Considering we started this, you know, started the summer with just fads in that role. Yeah, and I think you know the the goals have been from mistakes rather than which Bad you know, almost contradicts work, yeah. that. But it's it, there's still a bit of chat that needs to go on. There's still a bit of um, you know maybe a bit of confidence, a bit of gel, and all of that sort of stuff. But I think as individuals. They're very, very good players. Bobby Thomas is class. And yeah. I know he's had a few shockers, but he is he's a really good player. Kitchen's clearly a good player and solid. We know what we're going to get with Fads. Um, and, and Lats is similar, isn't he? He's, he's a very good player. So we're really, really solid. But but more like, not just as a unit, individually, I think they all look... A, you'd have to pick them out as class defenders in the league. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think Which is had them having frustrating, more games... isn't it? Because we've not really spent the we spent money, but not really spent the money at that that end of the yeah. pitch. And I think the biggest concern and the, the biggest lack of quality at the moment is is at the other end, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think once they've you know once that sort of defense, let's say the defensive five get more games together under their belt, I think that's a seriously impressive back line. Um, both in an attacking phase and a defending phase as well. I think that's. You know, I think we've seen from Jada Silva that he has both of those in his locker going up and down the pitch all day long. And Milan had a couple of iffy games defensively, but 
before the injury, he started to look like a yeah. proper defender um, as well. We're so. also in a good position to go like four three three if we have to. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, I think we must. Four three three and my maths. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> that is quick maths. Yeah. Was it? What was it at GCSE? <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Uh, <laughs> no, that, but yeah. but you're right. No, you're right because we can we can play sort of a defense. If, you, you know, in, as part of that free midfield, you could even put Milan as part of that free. Um, yeah, I, I think, and and then at four, you've got a really solid, haven't you? Um, that's on the right, Kitchen, Binks, even if if you want. But I think the solid ones are probably Thomas Fads. Lats and um, Kitchen, right? Yeah. Actually got that left and he's a proper centre-back. So I think that four is becoming more and more of an option um, once we do get some players like Cal back and Palmer back. If, if we Especially away that. from home. Yeah. That, yeah. Sorry, I just dropped my phone. That allows you to um, to play the one up top with the two yeah. behind. And then yeah. you've, you've got like a really, really active midfield then. So, you know, there's there's options there for... For Mark Robbins, but, but about... the other thing is you've got that defensive yeah. solidness to allow the others to go forward. Whereas I think at the moment it's like Oki Koki, and they don't know whether to go or not, or who's going to go, because it, then then they've got to get back. So you've got Eccles, Allen, you know, even Allen's playing at times a little bit more reserved. It's definitely not as far forward as he's been in in previous seasons at times. So you know, um, I think that would that would be be helpful. Yeah. And the final name I've got on my dartboard list in one is Sakamoto. Sakamoto. I thought he had a, a really, really top game yesterday. Both sides of the pitch. He was active and so unlucky not, not to score. I think the I think the roof would have been lift lifted off the CBS if that had gone in. I thought he yeah. I thought he looked really good yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he should have gone with his foot on that. To be honest, it, yeah, it, I, I, I thought. I, looking same, back looking at back, it, it's yeah. probably about a, a decent height for a volley. It's he is quite, he is quite small. <laughs> he is, he is, yeah. It would have just hit him in the bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought anywhere else always... but straight, it goes in. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, but but the yeah, same, you know. He's, he's. I was going to say use his head. Well, obviously, say the obvious. But no, he did. You know, he caught a thought, sort of saw it rising and thought. Actually, he tried to adjust to to try and get something on it, didn't he? So and anticipation as well. Should great anticipation. That's what that's yeah. what I kind of say. Yeah, I think it was he read it he read it well, didn't he? So yeah, he looked really good yesterday. I think it's so weird. Actually, I don't really ever previously thought massively about tactics it sounds stupid you've just got some really good individuals but I actually think we're going to have to adapt to who we're playing and teams where we're going to have a lot of possession with against um, where we're going to control the game I'd be more than happy to have Sakamoto because he's very good attacking and he's got that cross if we were going to have a team come against us like Borough or someone there they're going to try and camp you in your own um, box in your own half and push you back and keep the ball and keep possession. I'm not sure he'd be the right player for that. So I sure, think, yeah, I'm because a, I'm he, agreement, he's yeah. defensively, he's probably struggles a little bit, not just positions, but you know, um, tracking back and just as a, he's a bit lightweight, isn't he? Like as well. So I think there's definitely a role for him to play, but it's probably when we're going to be controlling the game rather than the, the other team controlling us. I think. And his English is coming along really, really nicely as well. And much yeah. better than me and my Japanese, I have to admit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Or my, more my English, some people might say. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it's a tough ask, I think, to go out to the Coventry community to see if <laughs> someone is going to be able to help. It was an SOS, wasn't it, in the paper? <laughs> so good. Yeah. 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 Can you help but, this man? Yeah. You know, the closest most of Kov have come to Japan is going to Wasabi what? for a cat. I'm going to say Wagamama's, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Wagamama's, yeah. Wasabi, it's very London, London-based, London isn't it, Wasabi? So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Think, I, don't I don't think know. it's a countrywide thing. But yeah, you're I right. I don't like... know. I haven't looked at their store locator in a while. <laughs> for a katsu, yeah. Um, and I suppose, like, with him, like, being more confident in, like, his English, he'll be more confident, like, around the team. Build that, you know, you saw in the squad building thing at the, at the bowling, they're all getting him involved a bit more. So yeah. you think he'll come into his own a bit because he's obviously got some talent. We've seen it from videos. It's just, it's going to be yeah, difficult for him to begin. That, isn't it? The, the, the bowling day. Um, 
I mean, let's I don't not think talk we've about Callum O'Hare's bowling technique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd hate to see that well. down. I'd hate to see that down the uh, the local bowling alley. But um, I, I think I don't know. I presume we must have done that stuff in the past, and the, we know the lads had a really good relationship, and we know that um, you know, people were kind enough to pay for them to go to like the boxing and and stuff like that, like in the past, right? So there's been a lot of days days. Does that out come out the season stuff. ticket fund? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but. At the same time, it was nice to see that because clearly Robbins probably feels that they still need to gel on a on a different level to to training because um, it has been a big turnover, isn't it? Yeah, like uh, when you just said there, did they do this stuff before? I'm not sure. Like they probably did on the the level they're doing now because of mm. it was only small turnovers each year, wasn't it? It wasn't like yeah. a huge overhaul like this year. So maybe those things are are needed. But yeah. I thought. Also, What's next then? Drayton Manor, maybe? Yeah, Fort Cabri's Park, World. Halloween, Cabri World. Yeah, what a place. What yeah, it's only up the road. Bourneville. Yeah, Bourneville, yeah. And they might get access to the staff shop as well, which everything yeah. becomes like 60% off. Go and see the, the, old, the old home ground for, for, for old time's sake. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be a good day out. I'd love to see the content from, from there. There's that little ride where you're getting like a, a I'm showing my age here, but you're getting like a little cocoa bean and you go around like a village. My favourite bit about Cocoa uh, Coco World, you've done me there. Uh, my favourite thing about Cabriwell is they just usher everyone past the history part. Uh, yeah, like, get past here. Don't, don't, don't worry about this, about the Amazon. Here's a fudge. <laughs> That's to say, they entice you at the end of the corridor with a crunchy. Come on. And then the rest come, is just boys, a chocolate on. wonderfulness. You yeah. know? It's like, oh, don't worry about, you know, um, that. But anyway. <laughs> We have uh, gone completely off topic. I, <laughs> I can I can guarantee you, Cabri World was not on my uh, my dartboard to talk about this evening. But uh, one thing, one final thing on the on the dartboard is a man of the match for this for this game from you. Obviously, some standout performances. We spoke about Thomas Sakamoto. Anyone else that sort of caught your eye? Shall we say? Oh, difficult actually, because I think everyone had a no one had a real standout performance. I don't think. Um, but I think and no one had a stinker even. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people had a good game. Um, difficult, isn't it? Don't know. Might have to. Sa- Eccles gets star star man on uh, who scored. I, if, it, if it was me, I'd give it to to Sakamoto. I just thought everything sort of that we had intent wise um, came came from him. Yeah, and I thought Alan had a good game, but I think it's funny. Star man Eccles was really involved actually. You know, he was involved with a lot, a lot of stuff that broke down or came through him. Uh, was was he was involved a lot? So I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe I sit on the fence on this one. I've not really got a standout player. I don't think. Can I do that? No. Dean's looking at me like I can't. Oh, I'll I'm, go. I'm not going to say anything. All right. I was going to head into a break there and just let you let you stew on it. But if you if you want to sit on the fence a bit more and contemplate. An actual man of the match. Yeah, I mean, no, go on. I'll join, I mean, I'll join no award, you with Sakamoto. We don't give out an award, so if you want to sit Not on the yet. fence like you normally do, go for it. Yeah, fine. Sakamoto. Well, I changed the habit of a lifetime. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, we're headed to the international break now uh, for the Sky Blues. A nice couple of weeks off. Just one defeat, Dave, in 10 games. And being at home. And for a team, let's say, who hasn't sort of jowled or played anywhere we think near their capabilities, huge gaps in the squad, obviously the injuries as well. It's not really as bad as social media is making it out to be, is it? No, I think the expectation levels 
rightly so, are really, really high, rightly so. Um, because of the playoff final appearance. Exactly. And it and it's very hard to ignore that. It it's it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. So I'm sure everyone that says, Oh, we should be this, we should be that believes that it actually it doesn't mean anything and it doesn't mean that this team is going to get to, to those those sort of echelons again. But that we've we've really dropped a few points where we should have won. And it's it's a shame because you know we've would actually be in a really good position had we have, have, have completed those and got over the line. But on the face of it, no, it's not. If you look at it, unbeaten, uh, what is it, 10? Something what, like that. One in 10, yeah, just that Cardiff game. Yeah. It's, That's, yeah, you know, it's, it's really mad. good. Yeah, and we're only three points unbeaten off the at home, is that right? And being at home, yeah, not many teams are still unbeaten at home. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, that's... And they're, you're they're only minutes positives. really away from a win at, at Huddersfield. Um I thought we probably should have beat Watford, if I'm honest. Yeah. So, you yeah, know. but we've only lost twice this season, um, and only Ipswich and Leicester have, have lost less games, and they're first and second in the league. So, it's those it's those draws, isn't it? I think Milan um, said on on Instagram today that great to be back in the team, but you know he's not happy with the amount of draws that we're getting. So, that, I mean, I suppose that's a little bit annoying because we're not turning some of those ones where we have been in the ascendancy into into three points that's yeah and the i most think annoying that's, part, that's you know? the quality at the top at the top end hasn't quite got there yet i think robbins has got a part to play on that in that he's rotated that quite a lot and he doesn't really know what his best striker option is so you know if you're coming on for 20 minutes um, like Sims was getting 10 minutes at the start he's only really come into the fold recently right apart from yeah. Godden. There's no one that's been like a fixed, permanent relationship there for strikers. So I think there's a little bit on Robbins, which is fine. He's got the start of the season to work things out. Um, and, you know, he's, pro- he's probably frustrated himself because pre-season he mixed it up and everyone showed, apart from Wright, I think, because I don't, I don't know when he came in quite late. No, we were still looking at him for a tree at this point, yeah. Yeah, pre-season. yeah, yeah. So, you know, Sims was showing some really good signs and, and Godden, obviously. So I think he's probably took a bit of time to understand what his strike partnership, but I think he knows now. I think he knows it's going to be Godden and um, Sims. Yeah, A another maybe, yeah. Um, one thing I want to bring up is that when we return from international breaks, we seem to come back with this, like, this lull, you know. I look at what happened last time. Is that 1-1 draw versus Hull and that awful uh, defeat at Cardiff where we were, we were really, really poor that night. I'm hoping that it won't be that way this time round, mainly because we've got Sheaf, O'Hare and Palmer all potentially back in the fold for that first game back. Do you think that sort of will give the squad a boost, not in terms of having those players back available to us, but a boost to say, we're a good good side now. We've got a really, really good squad and we can, you know, we can go for it at this point. Yeah, I think, you know, Bristol City is quite a difficult trip. First game back, really. They've not. They're a funny team, and then you've got Rotherham you midweek. So the games being both away is is, is always tricky to go away. Um, so I don't know if it will be so much of a lull, but it's you know it's not easy, is it? Turn it turn it round, going straight away. You'd really want it to be a home game for that first fixture. Um, so being on the road for both of them, and then. A, you know, you're sort of a really tricky um, tie against West Brom on on the Monday. It, it's a lot of people are saying this this next section of the fixture list looks really easy. I'm not sure it does really. Is it ever because, that easy in this league? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? And going away from home back to back is is never that that easy. And then a Monday press, night, we've got under Preston nights. in that in that period, and we we know what happens up there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. But I mean, December's a joke, so we've got to get, we've yeah. got to get some points um, yeah. in in the sort of last parts of October and November because December is an absolute car crash of a fixture list. Um, it's just so many games being, as well. Yeah, yeah, but lots of fun for um, traveling supporters. I'm just trying really to count good fixtures. Just trying to count how many we got there. One, two, three, four, six, seven fixtures in December, mm. and obviously that Christmas period, twenty first, twenty sixth, twenty ninth, and the first as well. So it's Four games in eight days. Yes, it's um, mad. 
it is a busy period. I mean, that's why we need not, these players all back. Over the place as well, right? There's, 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 there's Leeds, there's Sheffield in there. There's um, well, the away trips. trips, yeah. Leeds, yeah. Sunderland, Middlesbrough, Sunderland. That's it. Yeah. In those, in those uh, Christmas fixtures, yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah, mental. A lot period. of travelling, um, you know. So not a lot of time on the training ground, really. For sure, and that's why we've got to come back from this international break, kind of firing on cylinders. So we, we, definitely, we've got stuff in the bag that we, you know, when it does get tricky, it's, it will get tricky. There'll be, you know, somewhere some things to over over overcome during that period. Then we've got some points on in in the bag. Um, are you happy with the progress we've made? Yeah, I am. I I think there's a lot to be optimistic about. I think. I just think the real, real disappointment is that that front end really. Um, yeah, not replacing Hamer. Yeah, that's that's a big one. I think that's the, the the hardest one to take is that we didn't go all out for Swift because he obviously wanted out in a way. Um, we and were he's obviously banging very in. keen. Uh, he's, yeah, exactly. He's got two, hasn't he? In 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 in, in this number of same number of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, disappointment. So I think it's a shame that we didn't do that, and now it's a bit of a bit desperate in, in January to see what's going to be a, around and, and you've got to wait to January obviously um, so I think that's a bit bit of a tough one it's, it's we've shown that that's the area that we're actually having difficulties in and we just need you know we just need Hadji Wright and, and Sims to start firing I've, I'm, I think there's a really good player in Sims I think he just needs to get that confidence and regular regular football you know, he hasn't played. He's also very young. I think people forget how young some of these players are. Um, I think because we've heard his name so often over the last few years, yeah. doing, doing things north of the border and obviously at Sunderland, etc. We kind of feel like him as some kind of veteran, but he, mm. he's, he's, he's not. He's, he's well, it's still 22, 23, something yeah, like 22, that. Yeah, so. 22, I think. 22, yeah. He's, he's really young. And, yeah. you know, he's a, he's a confidence player. Robbins has said that, like out in the open right which means that clearly you know he's trying to nurture that and and get him to be more confident and you can see that he looks quite a shy sort of player and he made a really good comment i think in in a recent pod around he's not sure if he's like nasty enough and you know you have got to be a bit of a a bit arrogant really sometimes to be a top tier striker and i think they've all got a bit of prickness about them haven't they yeah exactly all of them do yeah and and you know love him or hate him depending on whether you've been blocked or not but oh, i love matty Godden. <laughs> but but matty godden's got that streak yeah you know? and that's when matty godden scores even if he hasn't had it from the away fans sometimes he'll go and give it him give it know, him, just yeah. just for the fun of it yeah he loves it just for the lols yeah but, yeah but you you've got to have that about you because that's what i think makes you a a competitive a bit matty godden looks like a born winner to me his attitude Having spoke to him and everything about him, he's a he is just a born, you know, born winner and wants to wants to compete. And I think you've got to have that streak in you. Um, to, but we, to we be... need that across the board, though, as well, don't we? Across the whole team, that has yeah. to be instilled into everybody that you know we have to fight. You know, yeah, I don't the think song, there's been much it? made about how young the team is as well. Yeah, it is, it is young. Yeah, I don't think there's been enough made about how young the team is. You look across that middle part. All right, you take Jamie Allen out of it, but. Eccles, um, she's not really old. I don't know. I don't know what he is. He's mid twenties, twenty two, twenty three, maybe. If that, yeah. So, you know, and, and at the top, Eccles twenty three, Sheaf twenty five, yeah. Thomas twenty two, Binks twenty two, yeah. Latabedia twenty three, Ayari twenty, twenty. Um, Ayari, that was the one that I was after. You know, Vanivac twenty three. Sims I think Ayari is the the one for me that that. You can see there's a real, real player there. I, I, I mean, I, I know we can't, but if we could sign a player, everyone would probably be screaming at me now, saying, "Are you having a laugh?" No, he, he will turn into a really, really good player. He reminds me of what Ben Sheaf was when he first came to yeah, us. Yeah, very raw. You can see the 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 quality and that that little bit of quality. He did that double drag back on the halfway line, I think, against Huddersfield. He's ghosted round a few people and, and put one on the bar the other night. He's just got that extra little bit of quality, I think. That... Well, he showed it in the summer in those Premier League internationals for Brighton. 
Okay, yeah. Brighton are so ahead of us in in terms of style and playing stuff, and he he sh- he shone in that team during yeah. those those games. So he just needs to come of age in terms of his other parts of the game, which is spatial and positional. But it's difficult awareness. to learn that in the championship as well. It's oh, probably absolutely. the hardest league to actually learn all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is because you don't get you just don't get a minute's peace, do you? Really? But it might be the the making of him to to learn in this division. So maybe like now he's. Got getting a little bit more of a run in the team, maybe he'll start to pick up that little bit. Hopefully, but what were we talking about? About our, you know, how are, are we happy, happy? where we are? Absolutely, you've got to be like we we should have picked up more points than we have, and I'm not bothered that we haven't. It is what it is, and I'm not going to start pointing fingers. But I think that's really positive. It's a really tight league, yeah. As well, yeah. there's there's you know there's a lot of other teams that would be doing podcasts this weekend that would be saying exactly the same about going into the international break as we are. I think like your Millwall, they would be really like con- like confused about how that is. They get absolutely hammered at home to Leeds. They look really odd. Then they have the Swansea game and then, and then actually they're picking up points against a decent whole side. So it's like, it's, it's difficult. Um, I think everyone will be saying the same as us. Um, and it's so tight down there that it's good. We're not, you know, we're not, we're not where Sheffield Wednesday are, were we? No, no, definitely not. We're only three points on the board for them. Uh, right, let's let's look forward to this international break. Let's look forward to the return. Dave, thanks very much for joining me this evening on the podcast. Pleasure. A nice way to to end things off. Skybury Army, enjoy the next two weeks, not having to think about the Sky Blues and how bad you think we are. Uh, we'll be back, obviously, in the next couple of weeks to to preview our next fixture, which is against Bristol City. In the meantime, if you have anything to say, join in the conversation using the hashtag SBE Podcast or search us on socials. Just search at Sky Blues Extra. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra Podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.